Hi, I'm Jamie. And I'm Stacey. And this is the Body Smart Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about motivation versus discipline. Do you need to be rigid to get results? Hi, Jamie. Okay. Hi, Stacey. (laughs) (laughs) And so today we're talking about how different people get stuff done and how different people can achieve their goals. Because we were chatting the other day about how we've both got similar personality traits. Mm -hmm. But despite that, we would approach a goal in a different way. Correct. Um, And I thought it'd be really interesting to explore that because I think a lot of people hear things like, you don't need motivation, you just need discipline. Mm -hmm. Those kind of statements can be quite off-putting if you feel like I'm not a disciplined person. Yeah. Um, So I thought actually exploring that and how that plays out in real life would be quite helpful for some people to see how it might be more flexible than how it first appears. Mm -hmm. And you can probably, you can develop the trait of becoming more disciplined or a more disciplined individual around certain parts of health and fitness. I think the funny part of this is we were hoping we would disagree more on this <laughs> and then both done a personality test and got the same answers. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, <laughs> interesting. We had to choose a topic that we wouldn't agree on. So it'd be a more interesting debate. Yeah. And I thought this would be one, but it turns one. out it's not. Still a good one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in terms of like how we both approach a goal, I think we're both quite strong minded in terms of once mm-hmm. we've decided we're going to achieve something. We're going to make it happen, yeah. Um, but we would go about it in a different way. So I'd be interested to hear how you would, from those very first moments of like setting out like, to achieve something, mm-hmm. where would you go first? I'd really want to understand like what the goal is, like what that outcome-based goal is, and then get a, probably get a really clear understanding of like why I want to achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, because sometimes it's, stuff can just seem, and that's not a bad thing if it just seems interesting you want to pursue a certain goal but like i want to have more of a a deeper reason why i'm going to spend my time effort and energy on pursuing that goal that ultimately gives you a reason to keep going after that goal when it gets a little bit more difficult yeah and then after that um i would want to get very clear on like what the strategy is going to look like and how i can make that fit into my current lifestyle um and also to have a level of adaptability to that as well um, because you know it's it's great having a perfect plan and creating a routine but that doesn't account for the <laughs> just the eventualities that happen in life and um, yeah. just when things like shit hits the fan or you now now having a kid how <laughs> things can just change very very quickly mm-hmm. uh, and same for me like in business and just other parts of my life like we all have that where you know the best laid plans go out the window and it's kind of like okay so how am I gonna adapt and still push forward towards that goal at that time yeah so having like a bunch of strategies rather than a fixed way that you're going to tackle it yeah because there's that for, for me and like as you said like when i set like a goal i'm like very committed to making it happen and it's i think there's a, a very famous quote which is um when you're committed to a goal you know you make it happen no matter what when you're interested mm. you basically just do it when it when the stars align and everything's right so when you've got that perfect plan and that's the difference you know we see that with clients all the time the ones who are truly committed they've had enough of their own shit like they just get it done like yeah was meant to work out at 6 a.m kid woke up sick house got turned upside down had to do it at 9 p.m when all the kids went to bed but i made a commitment i would get it done today yeah um you know, and it doesn't always need to be that mindset, by the way, sometimes you can move the goalposts, but like, yeah, being committed to, to the goal um, is very important in my eyes. And I think that really does come back to getting clear on your why, because yeah. I have a really personal experience of this where like now my exercise is very focused on rehab and things that we were talking about earlier. For mm-hmm. me, if I don't do 
my workouts. I can feel that after three or four days, like I need to do it to maintain my strength and not have like little back niggles and things like that. So it is going to happen no matter Mm -hmm. what. Whereas previously it was like a fun thing that I did and I just fitted it in when I wanted to, because it was fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a very different reason to approach it. And then that means my strategies to get it done are very different. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I'm a lot less all or nothing now because my why is different. Yeah. And it's possibly more like the more important your why is, the more flexible you're able to be, which sounds a bit weird. Yeah. And, and, and just going back to having a why, like if you have a flaky why, like of just something that's like not really that tangible or just it sounds like a nice to have when you do get to those times of mm. needing to push mm. through, it's kind of like, eh, it's not that important. So yeah, having something that is more tangible, like you said, and and also can change, you know, like it's changed for you just after after yeah. having a baby um for me like i'm very clear on like my why is to just keep my mental and physical health in the best place possible mm-hmm. um, and that's that's just a consistent driver for me and and you know for some of our clients that why in the beginning is often to get them out of pain you know they lack in confidence lack in self-belief not feeling happy with how they look maybe talking to about themselves negatively often their why is like they just don't want to feel the way they are anymore and and we often find, uh, I know you see this as well, like within the first month or two of coaching, that why can change yeah. to I want to keep feeling good and I want to yeah. keep feeling confident and, and build up that momentum. And I think that's important is that the the why can shift with the goal, but it's important to have something that's very uh, concrete and strong because even when, say, you achieve, like, let's say a weight loss goal, you know, you're your health and fitness is a, is a lifelong game so you, again you've got to sort of reground yourself on like why do I continue to take these actions yeah and I think like you said it does come by starting that journey because mm-hmm. to start with particularly with many people who've tried many different exercise regimes or diets or whatever it might be that you're trying to achieve if you failed many times in the past it does get that mindset of well I'll give it a go but it's probably not going to work yeah and anything can be enough to tip you over the edge of like Ah, I just can't do it. It it just reinforces that belief that you have. So like, that's what you see with a lot of the women. It's, I've failed for 20 years. Yeah. I have had a hundred repeated experiences of failing. So the evidence that you have that has shaped your beliefs is anytime I start a health and fitness kick, I eventually fail. Yep. So for that to happen, there's actually sometimes a level of comfort in that. Oh, I've gave it a go for a couple of weeks. This thing didn't work for me. It can actually be even more painful to push Mm -hmm. through that because you're starting to step into like a new version of you where actually, hey, this is working and I do feel good and I am having success and wins and that can feel um, really, really foreign. I actually had this with her, one of my clients, Lorraine, and she'd been on that same journey for about 20 years and she was losing weight. Uh, she had a really flexible approach with her nutrition, um, was exercising three times a week and not six. And she started just like, saying this is this is too easy like it needs to be harder like I just I just feel like giving up you know it was like just and it was it was really weird for me because it's like the first couple of times it happened with clients and it was because this was such a new experience for her because the last 20 years is like it had been hard it had been miserable they she had been hungry so it was like breaking that that pattern of beliefs and that evidence that they have and stepping into this sort of um this this new person that she wanted to become And I think that ties into what we were saying at the beginning, where there's often a belief where you have to be rigid. If you want to achieve something, you have to have this routine, you have to stick to it no matter what. 
I think actually when you do start out, that is important to get mm -hmm. you past that first like change in your self-belief and change in your identity. Yeah. You have to almost have a framework that you rely on. And once you make that shift, then mm. you can introduce a bit more flex because it is part of who you are and yeah. it is something that you want to do, mm. but that doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, I think this is where like the word balance can be really misinterpreted. So like some people are like, oh, you've got to have balance or it's important to have balance in your life. But like, if you look at often a reason people get themselves out of shape and become like overweight or even obese or morbidly obese is because they actually haven't had balance. Their balance has shifted gone, so far in the yeah. other way. So sometimes we need to completely tip the scales the other way and create <clears throat> a level of order so you can understand. So you one, you can build momentum, get used to winning again, and then can start to figure out what balance looks like for you. Because mm -hmm. it looks very different for, for, for everyone. It looks different for me, for you, mm -hmm. for Sai. It looks different for, for all of us. And we have to start to learn what balance looks like for us. But often that will mean going through a season of having maybe more order than we would like. Yeah. And sometimes there's a fear of creating too much structure. I know mm. that's something that I naturally shy away from because I feel like deadlines and boundaries and expectations then place so much pressure on me. There's that inner perfectionist that is too scared to fail. Yeah. And so creating a structure and creating expectation that I will do this six times a week. If mm. I only do it five, I am going to beat myself up. Yeah. Um. So starting to tackle that perfectionist mindset is really important as mm. you embark on something like this yeah i mean that's a high high percentage of the women that we work with is i've got that all or nothing perfectionist mindset yeah. and it's often because that serves them in so many other areas of their lives it serves them in their job it served them in just lots of different areas of their lives to be perfect mm -hmm. to be to have everything you know everything lined up is is being a great trait for them to have but then and, and this is like a common story i have all the success in all these other areas of my life but i can't quite get it with my health and fitness mm -hmm. and how i've really tried to explain this to some of these women is hey like let's say you've done a 30-day challenge like you said hey like you can put that pressure on yourself to do a workout every day or five days a week hit your steps track your track your calories track your protein and just get everything 100 percent because you know it's 28 days mm -hmm. but then but you can't you know and people will push through and do extreme things on those days to make sure they adhere to that process but when you're playing the real game of health and fitness, which is you're doing this forever mm -hmm. and the rest of your life, like that, that is just not possible. Like you cannot have that hundred percent mentality or all enough mentality because when like shit does hit the fan or life gets hard or you get sick or something happens in your family or you go on vacation or holiday, it's, there's so many of these other variables. If you don't have that adaptable mindset and be like, Hey, like, you know, I've done a 20 minute workout today. It's better than no workout. Um, or Hey, like I wasn't able to eat that great at lunch, but I made healthier choices and more mindful choices. You know, when you've got that more like adaptable approach to it, it actually allows you to see pro pro more progress and go the distance because you can stay consistent. Yeah. And I think that's where the temptation for these fad diets and like quick results comes in yeah. because you feel like, oh, I'll just do it for this amount of time and then I'll get to my goal and then I've done it. Like yeah. complete. But actually, like you say, that's not the long game because mm -hmm. you haven't actually changed anything that's going to keep you healthy, keep you yeah. in that state of like physical shape that you want to be in. Mm -hmm. And so it is where then balance and adaptability and flexibility comes in. Yeah. And it's something that people often ask, like, what's the, what's the minimum that I can do? Yeah. Um, and I think that is something that's really interesting. I was looking at some studies the other day where um, 
one to two workouts a week is actually the incremental improvement beyond that. Mm. If you just want to maintain your physique is tiny. Yeah, yeah. So actually, if you only have time, once you've got to your goal to do one to two like hard workouts a week, mm. but then you're active the rest of the time. Yeah. Like that can be a viable lifestyle. Definitely. But you have to get to your goal first. Yeah, that's that's a huge part. Like once you, it's, I mean, you could think about this with anyone's job. So if you're an, an accountant or a lawyer, you got any sort of job, like a lot of those people can probably do most of their job, like the back of their hand now requires like, you know, a lot of the basics at least they can do without like thinking mm. because they've developed those skills to get there. And it could be the same with like, there's a level of skill to understanding your nutrition. There's a level yes. of skill to becoming proficient at working out. Like, the output that me and you can probably do in a 45 minute workout next to a beginner is wild. It's mm -hmm. wild, but it's because we've exercised for a decade, decade and a half of our yeah. lives. So we've built up that skill. So yeah, we can have these very, maybe short, more concise workouts. And it's very easy to maintain, but it's because you've put the sets and reps in to get to that point. And I think that's sometimes when we're looking at that word balance, it's like sometimes you have to go through a phase of being slightly unbalanced um and you know putting more time into something like exercise or learning nutrition to develop those skills so then it can become so much easier yes. and can serve you literally for the rest of your life and that's i say that to so many of our our, our our clients who we're speaking to on breakthrough calls i'm like nothing will give you more of a return on your investments for your time effort energy finances than investing in your your health and developing the skills that will then serve you serve you forever because you're on a diet till the day you die. You know, your, yeah. your, your exercise habits and movements, if you don't use it, you lose it. So you're on an exercise plan till the day you die, hopefully because you'll have a high quality of life. Yeah. You know, off the back of that, it will, it will enrich, enrich your life in ways you can't quite even imagine. So it makes sense to put some of the time in now to develop those skills because it will serve you for so, so long. And it's why we talk so often about the diet after the diet because- mm -hmm in like our dream scenario for our graduates, you do your diet phase, you do it mm. once, you do it well, you learn those skills and you learn that knowledge. And then you can literally zoom out and just see the rest of your life yeah. in that maintenance, like easy mode mm. that we were talking about. Um, and I think that can get frustrating when you're starting out because you look at other people who are maybe on Instagram and they are already in that phase where it's the yeah. easy mode. And you look at them and you're like, why is it so easy for them? Why is it so hard for me? Mm -hmm. But it's really important to remember you're in this little teeny section of your life where you're laying those foundational skills and the habits and the motivation, and the discipline is different to the rest yeah. of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you. it's that's the famous saying is that don't compare someone else's chapter 50 to your chapter one. You know, yeah. and it's, it is that whole idea of like comparison is different for joy. And, and even still, even if, you started your fitness journey at the same time as somebody else. Again, like you don't know how they were raised, what childhood habits they've got, their relationship with food, their mm -hmm. relationship with themselves. There's so many other variables that come into that. So you have to, again, just focus on you and becoming the best version of you and, and put yeah. one foot in front of the other. So we've talked a lot about how we would approach health and fitness goals and mm. the fact that we are in maybe that later phase because yeah. we've gone through that journey. So I want to know how you would tackle something new. Like right now, are you learning anything new? Oh God, <laughs> constantly. Um, <laughs> for, for, yeah, I mean, I've had like, I'm going to learn a new language for, for quite some time. Um, 
so that would be like a big goal and i i am literally constantly using the same excuses our clients have <laughs> which is it's just not the right time, time. <laughs> it's just not the right time and i do know there'll never be a right time i just have to make a, a commitment yeah uh, to sort of doing that that's um, really interesting though because what's your why what's my why for doing that yeah. like it's not that strong yeah and that's probably why i haven't taken the steps to do it. it it is very much as we were just saying a nice to have mm-hmm. like oh i'd like to go to spain and hola <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's as far as it's getting from me today um you know so just like it, yeah I, I like the idea of being able to to speak another yeah. language but i understand it's it's a it's a couple year process of, yeah. of getting there it's so interesting though because that language of like oh i like the idea of yeah getting fit or i like the idea of mm-hmm. eating healthy it's just such common language it is i think it's an easy way to identify like what goals are actually yeah. important to you I think that's why I went, like I could compare like health to speaking Spanish. I'm like, right, how much is like speaking Spanish going to change my life? I'm like, well, if I lived in Spain or Mexico, yes, why it's going to make a big difference. Yeah. There's a high necessity and why to do that. And you see that with a lot of football or soccer players. They move countries, they learn the language because mm-hmm. they communicate with the teammates, the people they live with. So like, but when I would look at like my health, I'm like, oh, hey, I'm like 40 pounds overweight okay, um, I'm maybe in the, you know, overweight slash obese category on the BMI. What does that mean? Um, Risks of like diabetes, heart disease, quality of life is going to get worse, you know, just like all different causes of death and disease, energy levels are lower, possible gut issues. Like there's a whole, and it's like, okay, how is that impacting me every single day? I've got less energy. I don't feel as good. I can't switch my toes, you know, just like so much. And like all of that just gets worse over time. And then you... That's that's one of the ways of like how you maximize motivation is you get really clear on like all the the negative, yeah. But then you also get really clear on all the positive. So like that's how you basically maximize motivation on both sides. Is like this is all the worst things that can happen to me if I don't take action. And then it's like, hey, these are all the best things that I can't even possibly fathom that could happen. Like I'll feel my best, I'll look my best, I'll have more energy for my kids, I'll live a longer life. And when you've got these really two strong reasons why to take action. And yeah, it's not just a nice to have anymore because we all should, not everyone will, but we all should value our health. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, what you just said there about the positives and the negatives is really important because it is something that we find a lot of our clients come with very clear ideas of what the negatives are. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to feel like this. I don't want to feel like that. I hate this. Um, but actually over time, that's a really unpleasant way to approach your goals. Yeah. And it's really important to get clear on what's the flip side of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're constantly saying, I hate how I look in the mirror, can you change that language to, I want to look in the mirror and feel happy yeah. at what I see. So just changing those little bits of language can really help as you progress through the journey to shift from yeah. that old identity into that f- future Definitely. one. Definitely. Cause I think, I think. I think actually using the positivity and for a lot of people in the beginning is too hard. Like the pain can actually be the fuel and that's fine. Like it's an emotion that we feel. And if you can harness that and actually use it to better yourself, then for me, I'm like, okay, yeah. But it, like you said, it's very important as you start to shift away from that, that you can't just be using the pain to keep driving the actions because eventually if you're confidence improves and your health changes and your body changes like that won't be there anymore and if you haven't shifted that why into something more positive then again you can end up in a bit of a sticky situation where maybe you regress yeah or you start to fall back into that old identity which is tied into how you felt when you used to say those things to yourself yeah and all the actions that went along with that come back as well yeah no definitely yeah anyway that was a 
not me talking about learning how to learn a new goal of Spanish. How, how, how about you say, like, what? <laughs> just ended up back there. But, you know, with yourself, if you're going to, are you learning anything new? At, at um, so my goals at the moment, they are exercise related, but it is more about like rehab. Um, mm-hmm. Still struggling with like pelvic floor issues after giving mm-hmm. birth. So for me, it is very much about when I have a goal that I want to approach, I'm very like details orientated. I want to get into the research of like, what is the best way to approach this mm-hmm. and make sure that I'm being really effective with my time? Probably too much sometimes, like, because yeah. it's a good procrastination tool to <laughs> just yeah. like go down a rabbit hole of investigating all the different possible rehab mm-hmm. things that I could do and wasting two weeks of that. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely done that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, it is then a case of being like, okay, this is what is proven to be the most effective route and it might not be something that I enjoy and that's where I'm at at the moment of coming back to that discipline like I just have to do it it's not Mm -hmm. really enjoyable for me it's not what I want to do when I've got that precious hour spare to get to the gym that week to spend half of it just doing really low intensity just just you also don't get that like instant gratification of like my heart's pumping and I'm sweating I'm in the zone I'm feeling better it's yeah it's like it's sitting there and doing the ballroom work a little bit more yeah and I think that is um it's a good reminder for me of how important that beginner's discipline is Mm -hmm. because it will pay off and the beauty that I've got is I've done all that research so I know it's going to pay off yeah um and I can start to see those improvements so it then carries forward to all right it's worth my time Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep doing it yeah um and then as I start to be able to do more it's going to self kind of populate me wanting to do the rehab more because I can genuinely see the the payback. Um, And so for me, as much as it's boring and it's not what I want to be doing my time, I can tie into not just the why, but like the proof that it's working. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really key. Whenever you're starting something new, you need to get some quick wins early on to keep the momentum. Otherwise you're just going to be like, well, what's the point? It's boring. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. It's new. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, you, what what you're going through there reminded me of like when I first started stretching. Oh yeah, like yeah, because again, it like it was like it wasn't this instant gratification of like exercise, and I've got to spend like 20 minutes or 15 minutes after a workout, and so I I tried to do little things like hey, I'll start with five minutes and start with a couple of stretches. Yeah. Um, and then a big one is I just kind of started like habit stacking it. So I was like, hey, like what are what books am I listening to at the moment? And you know, can I listen to an audio book or a podcast while I'm stretching? And maybe that dis- distracts me a little bit more to, to yeah. get through the session. Yeah. Um, so that's really interesting because one of the notes that I've written down when we were discussing mm-hmm. like, oh, we're different personalities. How do we tackle different things? I sent Jay a um, personality test, yeah. <laughs> which is um, if you want to go check it out, it's Gretchen Rubin's Tendencies. Right. And it's about how you tackle anything in life, really. Um, and we both came out as questioners and I was like, ah. Well, that just scuppers my plans. Yeah. Um, but what one of the notes I had written down is once questioners believe that a particular habit is worthwhile, they will stick to it, but only if they're satisfied about the habit's usefulness to them. Yeah, that that makes sense. And that's like a very logical way of thinking about things, which I feel like to is, us. To us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how our brains work. <laughs> I mean, that is it. Like if somebody tries to sell me on an idea, like I will question the logic behind it yeah. and then we'll need to understand that logic you know it's very not that i won't but very probably rare i would go and do something without maybe understanding like the the reasons why behind it first um but it is really interesting if you look into the other tendencies one of the other ones is obligers and it they're 
more the personality that if say their personal trainer says to them right you need to go and do these exercises because that's going to work for you they will just be like cool i'll go do them right okay yeah Yeah. which can obviously cause an array of other issues because there's maybe the lack of education around what you're doing and like that's what we kind of see with like meal plans a lot of times or set training plans it's like hey you've been given something and that's it's great because you just go and follow it and hopefully that's a something that's going to deliver the results you want but it's also equally important to understand the reasons why you're doing that exercise or eating these foods and how that's serving your current goals yeah and that also allows you to have the longevity because otherwise once that personal trainer is no longer your personal trainer or that meal plan comes to an end you're then back in this what do i do land of just muddling through it's Um, it's building like i was saying before it's like educating yourself about exercise or nutrition is a skill so instead of just looking at a blanket meal plan and be like oh i'll just follow this quite mindlessly or i'll just follow this plan it's like oh so why am i doing squats in this program or why am i uh aiming to get 100 grams of protein like what's the reasoning behind that and then again just coming back to why is it's like oh like okay eating 100 grams of protein is going to be good for my recovery Uh, i'm going to be more satiated it's good for my hair and my nails it's like okay like makes a lot of sense to eat more protein then doesn't it yeah. you know like i'm not going to maybe uh, binge on foods or overeat on certain foods because i'm more satiated it's like right that there's a there's a deeper reason why to get 100 grams of protein which was in that meal plan so it's just like the levels into it and the understanding yeah. and again that's like building that that skill and that education around nutrition yeah and i think that's why we're so passionate both of us about creating that level of education for our clients it's mm. not just something that they come they do what their coach says they get to their goals and then we're like, okay, then thanks. Bye. Yeah. Um, actually we don't let you graduate unless you've <laughs> learned all this stuff because we feel like we haven't done our duty to you and to your long-term health and happiness. If you haven't yeah. actually understood why. We haven't set you up for success. And that's, yeah. that's the most important part of it. Like if we've given you those sort of blanket cookie, cookie cutter plans, then you haven't actually developed the, the, the necessary skills to go and do this for the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. And part of that as well is figuring out what is your personality and what are the things that make things click for you or make them become a long-term part of your life Mm -hmm. because it's going to be different whether your personality is different or whether your life is different you're going to have to uh, tackle things in different ways Mm -hmm. and then life changes and if you don't know how to assess those things and find new strategies Mm -hmm. you're going to be back to square one yeah because you you need to have the ability to problem solve parts of your own health and fitness as life goes on so like a, a common um problem that i might have with a lot of clients is hey like they moved houses or they got a different job yeah and maybe the job is now costing them more time or maybe they moved house and the gym isn't on the way home anymore it's 20 minutes out the way so previously they drive home the gym's on the way home so it'd be quite easy for them to get into the gym and do that exercise but now it's like i've got to drive 20 minutes the opposite way i'm going to lose that time and you notice that your exercise habits regress and decrease because you moved house but you maybe you don't have the awareness to even problem solve that and you're just like hey like i moved house six months ago and i've gained 20 pounds yeah that's and so common it, yeah and it's just like and instead of having that ability like hmm this has changed right there's a lot of friction there for me to go to the gym now can i find a way of enjoying a different type of exercise or look for different gyms and it's it, it's just having that awareness to be able to problem solve hey i've moved locations or houses what's going to work for me now like well how do i need to uh, change my expectations for my to keep on top of my health um or i've moved jobs and i'm working more hours or i'm getting less time to eat lunch and there's less options here you know it's just it's understanding how to pivot and adapt with that and then a a huge one would be having kids (laughs) yeah um and just how much that can 
180, 360 and everything <laughs> else spin your life upside down. Parallel universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely. But like yeah. just having that ad- adaptable mindset to be like, you know, to 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 be okay with 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 change. And I think to do that, you have to be really clear on what those priorities or those non-negotiables are though, mm-hmm. because if you don't understand what even got you in a good place, how would you even know to problem solve to get those things back into place? Yeah. Um, and so one of the big things that we really focus on with our clients is getting them at, at the end of their journey, they've kind of got a guide to taking care of me mm-hmm. and they've got in there the list of the priorities that they know they have to focus on to stay feeling their best. Yeah. And I think once you've got that, you can always just refer back to it and be like, oh, that's why I'm starting to gain weight or that's yeah. why I just feel knackered all the time. Because mm-hmm. those few things that I figured out were so key to me have just slipped off the yeah. radar. Yeah, because I'll go through phases where I will actually like gain a little bit of weight and I'll be like, oh, I can like feel it on my sides. I'm like, I mean, I can just like instantly think back over the last couple of weeks and I'm like, yeah, you've been eating out too much and for too much ice cream after dinner and, you know, that type of stuff. And I'm like, oh, I've gained a bit of weight. I'm like very, I can, I can physically feel it and I'm aware of it. But then like over like the next like couple of weeks, I will just, just eat a couple less snacks, dial back my calories, try and walk a little bit more. And that sounds like, oh, that sounds really easy for you, Jay, but that's that I've had that awareness over the past decade of yeah. like, I will go through phases of maybe I gain a little bit, lose a little bit. Um, and I've got kind of like that line that I won't really cross, but it's, it, it's, it's not, it's never a chore or a difficult, difficult thing for me to now do to just tip those balancing scales because I've done it for so long and I've got that awareness. And again, it's just a skill, like you said, of like, yeah, it's very easy for me to understand. It's not like I just wake up and go, well, I've got love handles. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, I'm like, yeah, I've been eating a little bit too much and maybe drinking too much. So yeah. yeah. So for somebody who's listening to this, who is starting to feel that way, starting to feel like, oh, I'm not feeling as great as I did six weeks ago. Mm. Where would you suggest that they start? I think you have to have a, a really honest conversation with yourself about like what has changed, you know, prior to the the six weeks of, the things in your overall lifestyle changed have you like I said move houses or something significant happened or changed in your life um that'll be like a really easy one to hold on to and be like yeah that's happened and it's impacted my lives and you know several different ways we're saying some of the nice things there like moving houses or whatever else but you know people's family members get ill and sick and there's death in families and these can all throw massive spanners in the works for people's health and and like yeah that could be like a very obvious reason why maybe that's happened but if you're now at that point of like hey like I don't want this to continue mm. you have to really reflect on like hey like so what behaviors have changed over the past six weeks maybe what was I doing different and um how can I maybe just create a little bit more structure moving forward mm-hmm. to get back to maybe where I was and to, to move forward again so kind of bringing in that beginner's discipline that we've talked about yeah. today and just saying to yourself it's going to be a short period of time but I just need this structure right now to bring me back into yeah. alignment because the worst thing you want is six weeks have gone by you're not feeling good. You're probably feeling in a bit of a rut. Your energy levels are low. Your mindset's yeah. maybe a little bit more <clears throat> negative. It's like, okay, we need to reduce the friction as much as possible. So get a clear plan for the next couple, like two weeks. Like go and do a big food prep. Tell your friends or family members like, hey, I'm committing to this plan. So you've got a level of accountability. And then go at it for the next two weeks. And, you know, straight away you're going to start to feel better if you exercise you're going to be have like good food choices in the house and you're going to start to build up those positive uh, behaviors again and a bit of a bit of momentum which is easier to move forward from but yeah when you're in that place of like feeling stuck in a rut it's 
you you need to get something that's going to reduce the friction as much, much as possible and a big part of that is like removing like the complete decision fatigue that you can have on a day-to-day basis so it's like putting a day to one side plant bucky workouts in for the next two weeks create levels of accountability get the shot done you know just reduce the amount of mm. decisions so it's just basically easy or easier for you to take action for the next yeah. two weeks and I think the really big thing to take away from that and everything we've said today to bring it together is don't feel like you have to then say, well, I've started gaining a bit of weight. All right, I need to go right back. I need to go super hard because mm-hmm. I need to make up the last six weeks Yeah, because that is only going to end up in that yo-yo cycle again. Yeah. And so when we're saying like spend some time doing food prep, right, plan out your workouts, whatever it is that's changed in your life, mm-hmm. like plan it accordingly. So if that means all right, it's going to be 15 minute workouts, but I've been doing none. Yeah. Then that's what you need to do. You don't need to plan in an hour workout every single day yeah. to get back to a bit more of a normal momentum. Definitely. And it's most of the time you'll do a 15 minute workout and it'll turn into half an hour. Cause you, cause you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause you just like, you, it, it's honestly most of the time it's just convincing yourself to get it done. Yes. It's yeah. like a lot of people, like the hardest part is like walking through the gym doors. Yeah. Like once a day, it's fine. You know what I mean? It's, it's just like getting up and going um, or like starting a workout. It's like, yeah. Say you say, say you're going to do 15 minutes and you end up doing 30. But for those people who have only genuinely got 15 minutes, 100% go for it. Like yeah. building that muscle of consistency again and keeping your promises to yourself is uh, is just is so, so important. Yeah. And I think actually one of the things, um, one of the notes that I'd written down is a big game changer for me um, was realizing I can have permission to only do 15 minutes. And if mm. on the day I, I do 15 minutes, and I'm like, no, I'm really not feeling it. I can go home and I could be like, that's fine. You did 15 minutes. Yeah. But most of the time I don't, I get into the zone and then I'm like, all right, I'll just do one more set or, or maybe yeah. I'll go and play over there on that little bit kit. Um, and I end up 45 minutes there, mm. but having the permission and the lack of self-judgment yeah. of you should be doing an hour. And that's, that's important. I think we, myself included, all can judge ourselves way too harshly sometimes mm. and uh, just giving ourselves a little bit of leeway and a little bit of like um a little bit of a break especially if you're having sleepless nights because of kids or there's deadlines that are like insane in work where it's just like hey it's like we're coming to the end of this quarter and it's like go 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 and yeah. it's like 12 14 16 hour days like non-stop it's like hey yeah like <laughs> like it's it's tough it's it's yeah. a grind and it's a season but it's like yeah like 15 minute workout you know what i mean like we'll get that done that's something like we've done three 15 minute workouts this week but work was crazy it'll be quiet down next week and i've stayed consistent still and i'll yeah put up the next notch after that i think like so much of everything to do with health fitness nutrition it's like it's this fine balancing act between being disciplined and having a routine and structure to also being flexible (laughs) (laughs) and you're the only one that can know where that sweet spot is for you it kind of ties back into the last episode we did together which was about Mm. like cutting the bs with yourself because if you're being truly honest with yourself you'll know where that sweet spot is and you won't be too harsh on yourself and you won't be too flat with yourself definitely and that's where you really need to aim for yeah and you just can't you know sometimes you'll get it wrong like sometimes like I, i get it wrong sometimes where i'm like you know what, my inner bitch won that day and I could have done a workout and I told myself I was a little bit too tired. But like, I I knew that afterwards and it's kind of like, okay, like don't let that voice win next time. You know what I mean? And Because yeah. I'm, I'm playing the, the game of life. You know what I mean? I want to stay consistent for as long as possible. And then, yeah, the, there are certain times where I'm like, oh, I can feel like I'm getting a little bit sick. You know, I'm going to 
dial back the intensity of my workouts, yeah. do less, make sure I got a good night's sleep. You know, it's just kind of that constant sort of balancing act with it all. Um, and yeah, you know, that that is the difficult part with your mindset of like where you, I find this at least difficult sometimes of like where I should give myself a break and maybe where I'm just kind of being like probably a little bit lazy and could have got it done. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just that internal chatter that's like, come on, like you're a bit too tired. <laughs> I think you know? it's probably quite reassuring for people to know that sometimes you feel lazy. <laughs> uh, yeah well that, that, that's i call it i call it my inner bitch don't i that voice and it, it is yeah. it's because it's in those certain situations where like it's you know like everyone has that where you wake up in the morning you just feel knackered and you just the last thing that you want to do is maybe go and do a workout and i do all the things i lay my gym clothes out the night before and i do all that but like still i'm just like <laughs> um yeah. but you know you you push through and then once you've done that for a long enough period of time like i have now it just becomes your your default you're able to yeah you'd push through that uncomfortableness to a degree and I think even that is something again adjusting your expectations is huge because for me if I'm in that mood I'm not gonna put gym clothes on then and like part of the reason there's not many videos of me working yeah. out on Instagram is because I mostly do it in like a nursing bra <laughs> <and my pants. laughs> because yeah. it's just one less step yeah. it's like one less barrier okay I don't actually need to put gym clothes on just do it yeah and like taking away those self-created barriers mm -hmm. can be really helpful because oh my gym clothes aren't clean oh my trainers are in the car like, yeah you don't need them yeah exactly and they can all just be like really great forms of procrastination and excuses and that is that part of cutting the bs with yourself and be like yeah. oh, just just get it done yeah, you know, yeah you'll feel so much better afterwards when you once you have yeah. yeah cool so hopefully that's been helpful for people to realize you don't have to be <laughs> super rigid you don't have to have a meticulous routine for the rest of your life to stay in shape let's, let's go as far as saying like you can't like that mindset for for most most people who have yeah. got like multiple responsibilities like that mindset won't serve you you know you've got to have that uh, be able to adapt especially through different seasons in the, yeah. of your life and if you are currently in that phase where you are establishing a routine just know it's not forever. Yeah. Like there is going to be a time in your life where this does feel easy. I promise mm. if you stick with it, it will. And it will become something that you want to do. And if you've been going on it for a long time and it's not getting any easier, that could be down to the fact that maybe you're following that meal plan or that training plan yeah. and you're not learning the skills. So you, maybe you're being a obliger, was it? The best yeah. 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 And you're just obliging by the plans that you've got on it and it constantly feels hard. That could be a really cue. That could be a cue to be like, hey, maybe I need to like become more educated on like why I'm doing the things I'm doing mm -hmm. because that is ultimately what will give you the freedom to have a more balanced and adaptable lifestyle. That's the goal. <laughs>